and welcome to the most best podcast, the comedy quiz show where each week an incredible guest will compete for the title of my co-host with the mo-host. Now, as far as I can tell, I am your host, Zach Williams, and joining me today to fight for that title is the most electrifying man in punk rock and roll, frontman of Crooked Little Sons, Josh Crooked, ladies and gentlemen. You're right, buddy. How you doing? How are we, dude? How's uh? I, I say I like to keep these podcasts timeless and try not like anchor them in the moment. But how's new lockdown treating you? Um, I mean, new lockdown's all right. As as I said to you before we started the podcast, I'm having a slight identity crisis in that I don't like. Obviously, I've been a musician for so long, and the first lockdown was kind of interesting to sort of be like, okay, I'm taking a step back from it. And I remember being like sort of like forget you have this identity crisis that like you forget to be like you forget that you're a musician because there's no music going on there's no gigs going on there's no gigs to go to but the first time was kind of i don't know it was nice to sort of like tuck myself away and work on some new songs and stuff like that this second time i've not got a fucking clue (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean i'm so lost i'm just a a body just existing (laughs) well i'm glad to hear you're doing well oh yeah other than that i'm chipper As it stands, you will need to beat my current co-host with the Mo-Hosts, who funnily enough are also called Zach and Josh of the Midwest Meltdown Podcast. <laughs> We've got it. I've got it in the bag. You Do you remember our last podcast? I do remember the last podcast. Do you, do you remember I became the co-host with the Mo-Hosts? You did, in fact. But that's a good point, actually. We need to bring this up before we jump into today's games. Uh, you were one of the lost episodes, the second half of season three that was lost to the wind. We had an episode recorded when you were yeah. in your first lockdown, your optimistic lockdown. Yeah, the optimistic lockdown, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's 106 points to beat to top the leaderboard. Should you fail, though, not only yourself but the besties at home, you will not walk away empty-handed, as your runners-up prize will be your own personal four more years of Donald Trump. <laughs> You'll just like he's just, got nowhere just, to go. Hang on, hang on, just for me. Yeah, just you. Now, the, now that Biden's in, like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be knocking around. I'm just gonna be knocking around wearing a MAGA hat, just in denial. Like four more years. <laughs> well, he's gonna get kicked out of the White House. He's got nowhere to go. He's just gonna come to Devon and live with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't entirely understand that. That whole like, well, he's gonna refuse to leave. It's like, well, he can't just refuse. Sooner or later, someone's gonna grab him by the collar of the neck and drag him out of there. Surely. Whether that be Secret Services or Batman. Hopefully Batman. That would be incredible. Uh, So yeah, 106 points. Or you have to hang out with the embittered Donald Trump for four years. How do you feel? Um, Jesus. I mean, I guess there's pros and cons to both, isn't there? I mean, one, I mean, I mean, if I if I lose and I get four years of, of personalized Trump, it's going to be a lot of things, but it's not going to be boring, is it? But given you stay in lockdown for the next four years, and you, it's like a sitcom. It's just you stuck in your house with Donald what Trump. What terrible sitcom. Just Donald <laughs> Trump living in, in, in Exeter. <laughs> Dealing with the loss of the presidency. <laughs> so it's time to start earning some goddamn points. Now, as you have been on a previous episode, you may remember this, and you may get the five points that are up to play for, but for the besties at home, Describe the rules of this game, Dice to Meet You. Dice to Meet You. Oh, I do remember this from last time. Dice to, Dice to Meet You is uh, I, for the ne- ne- for this entire round, I now 
a former character of Andrew Dice Clay. And every single answer, I'm like, oh! <laughs> was that the answer you gave last time? I'm sure someone's uh, that given was, that, that was answer. That definitely the answer that I gave last time. <laughs> well, you pissed away five points for the punchline, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I held on. I held on to that joke for nine long months, and it's, it's probably worth it. <laughs> it's like your joke, baby. <laughs> so, the rules of the game are: I have a twenty-sided die. I will roll it. Whatever number is face up, you have to describe yourself and your musical career to the besties at home in that number of words. Okay. Four. Four. Four uh, words to describe your entire musical career. Uh, my four words to describe my entire musical career. Um, organized chaos and narcissistic egotism. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone for shouty, shouty little man. <laughs> uh, no, it's fair to say you are a a presence on stage. I, I try. I try to keep it interesting. I, I can't ever say I've been to a crooked little sun show and been bored or felt safe. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously for the, the half an hour or 40 minutes that you're on stage, you just want to be entertaining, you know? Like, I want, pe- I want people to get their money's worth. Well, that's modest for you to say because of the half hour, 40 minutes you're on stage, you spend maybe 10 minutes of that on stage and the rest of the time you are just exploring the room, finding <laughs> places to sing. <laughs> I know. You, you meet some interesting characters that do not want... You meet some interesting <laughs> characters that do not want the spotlight on them. They're always fun. <laughs> so it's time to play Liaria. 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 Oh, is this, is this the, the factoid one? that you, you you had me to get me five facts together. It is indeed, and you don't win points for knowing the rules to this game, unfortunately. <laughs> so, for the besties at home, the rules of the game is... Are? Is. Are. Is, are can be. Will be. The, the rules of the game were... <laughs> <laughs> Josh, as our contestant, has graciously prepared five statements about himself, about his band, about his musical journey... And uh, any number of them can be false. He will read me the statement. I can ask him but one question about each one. And based off that information, I've got to decipher which ones are false. If he tricks me, he earns five points. But if I get it correct, I will take two points off him. All right. I need to find a way to shrink the explanation of that game. (laughs) Just record it once. And then just like when you're editing, just play that segment each time. You'll be fine. I'll just hand out and distribute a leaflet with each episode, and it'll be like, look at section one now. <laughs> look at the rules of the game. So, without delay, <laughs> what is statement number one? So, statement number one is uh, the Crooked Little Sons X members list is currently in the double digits. Um, so, X members in the double digits. What is it about your band that makes people want to leave? Um. <laughs> oh, geez, that's a that's a hell of a question. Well, I mean, because I mean, cricket have been going for like you know a number of years now. So when we when we started, it was obviously a, a completely different lineup. In fact, Marcus is the the only original member at this point. I think it's fair to say if Marcus is the only original member, then maybe Marcus is the reason. <laughs> you know what? I hadn't thought of that, but there's a, probably a lot of truth to that. <laughs> no, he's a lovely boy. I, I respect him. 
he's a lovely boy. He's just he's a, he's a lovely boy. It's just living in a van with him for like weeks on end can just get a bit grating. My favorite thing with Marcus is probably like the crisp packets. Like I, I feel like he gets one duffel bag of crisp packets and then just like helicopters his way through the van. <laughs> so I'm going to say that is false. You don't have more than uh, ten ex members of Crooked Little Sons. Uh, the answer is you are indeed correct. We are at eight, so still pretty commendable. That's pretty eight good. Members, that's pretty good. So unfortunately, it does put you at minus two points. Fantastic. Already in the negative. Uh, what's statement number two? Statement number two. Uh, Cro- Crooked's first ever show was part of a tour. We had no merch to sell, no social media to push, and we had just changed our name. And the only reason we went on that tour was to uh, to quote get our names out there. <laughs> it's commendable that you went to all the effort of actually going around and doing the gigs but then evading all of the things that would actually get your name out there the branding the merchandise short of fucking sharping it on people's heads in the crowd we, we didn't even do cards zach could have just written on a piece of paper and handed it out at the end of the gig didn't even business cards nothing i'm gonna say how bad did you struggle financially on that tour? Well, we were a little in the red, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know we do it for the love, so can't put a price on that. Yeah, I'm going to say true. You're going to say true. I'm going to say true. That was indeed true. Yeah, <gasps> but we but financially we didn't actually do too bad because we were touring with another band and they had a van. And we were staying at people's houses and stuff like that. It was pretty much just eating, you know. We still we still broke even on the tour, so not not bad for a band with no branding at all. Not bad for a band with no branding, which is very hard to see. Not bad with a band with no branding, uh, but you are in the red on the points because that's put you on minus four. You know what? I'm I'm going to bring it back with those swing states, mate. There's bound <laughs> to be around in here. There's bound to be a Pennsylvania around. <laughs> Statement number three. Statement number three is uh, Crooked Little Sons once opened for Aaron Chambers from, uh, I think, Aaron Chambers, Aaron Chamberlain, from uh, from Geordie Shaw in Scotland, of all places. How did you end up on, I don't even, I, I'm reticent to call it a bill. Like, how did you end up on that lineup? Um, well, we didn't, we didn't know until, like, the night. Um, it was one of those shows where, you've played those shows before where it's like, we're, do, we're doing bands and then a club night, but actually the night's way more about the, the bands. Is like it's two bands and bands are on for about an hour, and like it's no sound checks, it's all line checks and stuff like that. So it was one of those sort of like somewhat makeshift shows, but we didn't know we were on tour at the time. It, it was in air, and yeah, we just sort of like rocked up and saw these posters everywhere. Like, oh shit, we're technically opening for that guy tonight. That'd be interesting. What was it? Oh, I can't ask the question. I was going to ask what was his band like, but that's a bad joke for another time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say true again. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to mix these up a little bit because you are kind of bossing it. Yeah, to be honest, you've not done very well. But I also feel like this happened last time. I feel like last time I started pretty slow and then I brought it back in the last round. So if there's a round that's got 106 points, I think I'm in. I'm confident. There's a round where you could win 100 points. Okay. Put it all on that. Ride or die, baby. Oh, I can't wait to get to there. Okay, what is statement number... Oh, minus six points, by the way. I like to rub it in. What's statement number four? 
uh, Crooked Little Sons once had to pull out of a show due to the drums being too loud. Honestly, my only question I can think is how? Because he was hitting them too hard, Zach. Honestly? <laughs> he, was, he was whacking them too hard, mate. Uh... <laughs> Oh, as much as I want that to be true, I'm going to say false. Uh, well, then I'd like to think I got some points back on the board because that's a hundred percent true. No way. <laughs> so we we uh, yeah we played a show in Bristol, and it was we showed up at the venue, went in, spoke to the barman, and I was like, oh hi mate, um, you know, uh, my name's Josh, I'm in Crooked, we're playing it tonight. I don't know who you know where you, the booker is or, or the manager or whoever's running the show tonight, um. You know, is there a sound man here? Like, where are we setting up? And he just looked to this sort of, like, slightly, you know, belligerent boomer at the end of the bar. <laughs> and went, uh, Terry! Terry, you fancy doing sound for these boys tonight? And Terry went, <laughs> Terry begrudgingly looked at his pint and went, go on then. Oh, no. <laughs> so that was, that was the, that was in the first five seconds. So, like, there, when we were, when we were, like, playing, obviously, you know, we're playing, like, punk rock and hardcore and rock and roll and stuff like that. And there's no miking up either. Like, it's a floor show. And this dude just came down, turns out to be the landlord. And he just came down and started. He, he, we were playing a song and he just stood in front of us with his arms, like, crossed. <laughs> brownie, brownie face. So he stopped and then he just sort of walked into the middle of the room and just sort of went, right too fucking loud all right here's what and just started going off he had this goon behind him as well that was like twice the size <laughs> that was just that was just saying the last two words he was saying he's like the thing is boys it's just too loud and this bloke's behind like yeah too loud like it was really really bizarre <laughs> well it's put you on minus one point so you're getting back up what is the last statement statement number five uh, the last statement is uh, Marcus owns and regularly wears a monkey onesie on tour, despite being a 26-year-old adult man. <laughs> oh, I can only picture what, if it exists, that onesie smells like. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in your van. <laughs> yeah, you have. You've seen the van. You know what it's like. I clean. Actually, I cleaned out the van the other day. Um, we've, uh, we're selling it on because we tore out of Lee's van now. So Clifford is is on his way to a new home at a certain point. Yeah, tell him goodbye for me. Clifford is, uh, I've got some memories with Clifford. Yeah, man, it's, it's Cliff, Clifford giveth and Clifford taketh away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, yeah, we've ripped, we ripped out all of like the bedding and stuff in the back and the amount of like dirty boxes, oh. guitar strings, uh, <laughs> wrappers, like it's, it was a mess, man. It was carnage. Okay. So my question is, on tour, as I know you guys tour uh, not only extensively but quite long runs as well, does Marcus make it a priority to wash said monkey onesie at any point? Of course he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I used to tour with bands, I made sure, like, I showered every day, I always had fresh clothes, because, like, the first time I toured, I didn't pay any attention to any of that, and by the end of it, I was, like, on a six-day hangover in my overdraft, hadn't showered in days. And I was like, <laughs> I want to die. This is the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> to be fair, he, he does look cosy in it. I think I'm just being stubborn because I gave him such a hard time on the first tour and now he just brings it to annoy me. <laughs> ah, see, I, I want to know how desperate you are for the points. Are you trying to pull the wool over my eyes? I'm going to say false. He does have a onesie. It's of a different animal. I don't know how many points I get here because that's actually 100% true. 
What, that he has a monkey onesie? That he has a monkey onesie. Ah! He's also got he's also got a Honey Monsters um, outfit as well. <laughs> but that one, that, that doesn't come on tour. That's just not logistically viable. <laughs> well, you walk out of Lyria at a cool four points. I'll take four. You're back in the positive. Yeah, I'm back in the game at least. <laughs> it's time to play the celebrity birthday game. I love that introduction. That's how I'm going to do it from every time from now on. <laughs> the celebrity birthday game, buddy, the rules are simple and the points are huge. It okay. is, out of all of the celebrities whose birthday it is today, one in particular that I am thinking of. Uh, you can guess outright. If you get it correct, you will have 100 points, putting you on 104, two points away from <laughs> glory and the title of co-host with the mo-host. Okay. But to help decipher who it may be, you can ask up to 10 yes or no questions, but for each one asked, I will knock 10 points off the overall score. This is a hard one, because like you, you raise a good point. Like For all, all, all my talk bigging myself up a minute ago, if I just went in with a guess right now, if you got it right, you'd be a hero. If you got it wrong, you'd be an enemy in the eyes of the besties at home. Like, what an idiot! Answer the questions. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some questions. Okay, I'm gonna thin it down a little bit. Is this person a man? Yes, ninety points to play for. Is this person an actor? No, eighty points to play for. <sighs> Is this person a comedian? No, 70 points to play for. <laughs> not an actor, not a comedian. Is this person a sports personality? Yes, 60 points to play for. Is this person a footballer? Yes, 50 points to play for. Oh, well, it's David Seaman then, obviously. <laughs> Final answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets one final answer on this game. <laughs> <laughs> Does this person play for the England squad? Oh, how the fuck do you expect me to know a thing like that? <laughs> well, you said he was a footballer. I don't know about football. Let me uh, let me go to the Wikipedia a second. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how into football you are. I am absolutely not into football. But yes, he has in fact played for the England national team. 40 points to play for. Okay. So, an English footballer who's very famous. It's not David Beckham, is it? Well, you've used your final answer already. Unfortunately, it is not David Beckham, but Rio Ferdinand's birthday. Wow. There you go. Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand, 42 years old today. And that is he... a name that I've not heard since I was actually into football. When I was watching <laughs> Match of the Day. <laughs> I've been into football for... Fucking years, man. I'm not a footballing guy. I haven't been into football for 31 years. <laughs> it's time to play the five-question pub quiz. Every question will represent a section of the pub quiz, and each right answer is worth five points. Okay. Question one, general knowledge. In terms of the food... What does spam mean? In terms of the food, what does spam mean? I'm going to say it's... Because uh, I know what spam is, but, like, I I, I don't know. I, I guess, like, a, 
like a blended pork paste that has then been remolded into a brick of meat. That's what spam is. I'm looking for what the name spam means. Like what how how they came across the name spam. How they came across the name spam. Yeah, like what does it mean? Spam obviously is a uh they didn't just pick that out of the air. There's got to be. <laughs> I, I, I've honestly got no clue. I don't even know where to start with that answer. Um, spam. They picked the name because that was the name of the first pig that ever got reconstituted into ground pork. Question number two. <laughs> Music round, Josh. Your speciality. In Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. Five, who mm-hmm. is the second lady named in the chorus? And you get bonus points uh, for what Lou Bega wants with her. <laughs> the only one that comes to mind is Sandra. He wants a little bit of sun with Sandra, doesn't he? Everyone wants a little sun with Sandra. I mean, yeah, she's a good, she's she's a nice she's a nice broad like that. Um, my nan's called Sandra, actually. Um. <laughs> Well, tell her I said hi. <laughs> um, a little bit done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Sandra in the sun. Really? Unfortunately, I'm not gonna tell you the answer yet. Question three. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Were you fucking with me, or did you just forget? Who knows? Who knows? I don't think even think I know at this stage. Uh, question three: film and TV. Brooklyn Nine-Nine star Chelsea Peretti is married to which Oscar-winning director? Um, You're aware of Chelsea Peretti? She plays Gina in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, which Oscar-winning director is she married to? She's married to an Oscar-winning director. Now, I will say he doesn't have an Oscar for directing, but screenwriting. Okay. But he like wrote and directed his own films, if that makes sense. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Charlie Brooker. Simply because that is the only person that I can imagine of that age. Like, I'm I'm guessing of that age. I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't picture <laughs> Charlie Brooker in my head. I'm really spitballing here, mate. But I'm going to stick with Charlie Brooker. You look like you're starting to sweat. I think the four points is uh, standing away pretty heavy on you. <laughs> uh, question four: Sport. True or false? Tony Hawk's son, Riley Hawk, is a professional golfer. That's got to be true. Your dad's Tony Hawk. <laughs> you, you need to even you need to yin your yang somewhere down the family tree, don't you? Um, no, you know what? I, I need the points. I want that leaderboard, so I'm going to say false. But if that's true, that's amazing. And question five, bonus round. Uh, this week's bonus round is me. What's my middle name? Your middle name is Anthony. Let's look at the points then. So, general knowledge, in terms of food, what does spam mean? Spiced ham. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, you went quite, like, lateral on your approach to that answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when a question is so simple, it's difficult. It's like when you see something like this close to you, and then it's not until you pull back and you go, oh, okay. Ah, spiced ham. (laughs) Yeah. Question number two, music. In Lou Bega's Mambo number five, he wants Erica by his side. He wants Erica by his side. Okay. I was really worried because after I'd put Sandra, I was like, was it Monica? Does he want Monica? Sandra, I think, is fifth. Okay. 
<laughs> like just going through bars. I'm like, no, no, yeah, I think, I think so, <laughs> so no points there. Um three, film and TV Brooklyn Nine Nine star Chelsea Peretti is married to Jordan Peel. Oh, I know that name. Who what's Jordan Peel done again? Uh Get Out, uh Us, Key and Peel. Oh of course. Oh shit, of course, Key and Peel. I was literally watching their, their sketches the other night. Yeah, okay. So once again, no points. You are I'm gonna say you may go out on four points. <laughs> uh true or false tony hawk's son riley hawk is a professional golfer uh no he's a professional skateboarder he's a professional skateboarder as well welcome to the nine points club josh hey feels pretty good up here <laughs> the heady heights of the nine points club <laughs> and uh question five what is my middle name Close. It wasn't Anthony. It's Alexander. You mean I even got the I even got the right letter? Yeah, it starts with the right. When you went at, I was like, oh, no chance. But unfortunately, you don't get the <laughs> on the edge of your seat, like mouth open. Like. So you walk out of the five question pub quiz on nine points with one game left to play. How confident do you feel? Uh, I'm going to take the money and go home. Thank you, banker. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into the last game. It is time to play the Court of Public Opinion. Right. The Court of Public Opinion is a simple game. I have found a trashy clickbait article. I've ignored the article and jumped straight into the comment section, pulled five comments. Now, I will give you all five comments, and based on the information they provide, you have to give me your best summation of what the headline of that article was. Okay. If you get it correct, you can double your nine points and walk out on 18 points. I'm assuming it doesn't meet, need to be correct, like, word for word. Like. No, but if, you get, if you're in the, the, the family of the headline, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a distant cousin of the headline, <laughs> an attractive distant cousin. <laughs> I'll take it. Now, as ever, all names have been changed to protect the opinionated. Right, so statement number one comes from the Reverend Bobby Bad Touch, and they say... Bobby Bad, he's always up to no good, Bobby Bad Touch, isn't he? The Reverend Bobby Bad Touch. It looks like a constipation poo. Looks like a number one on the stool chart. (laughs) This guy's got some strong opinions about that stool chart. Bobby Bad Touch. Like, he is a reverend, but in the Church of Stool. Yeah, you don't get yeah, you don't get a second name like Bad Touch for for nothing, do you? <laughs> Statement number two comes from an alternative universe version of myself, but with hair, and they say <laughs> that would be mental. That would be. Uh, this probably would have made our birthday party better. How, ter- how terrible was that? Was was your was your doppelganger's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Comment number three comes from Belinda Shits. And they say, lol, should have seen the one from our wedding. The photographer told us to stand in front of it. (laughs) You getting any inklings as to what this headline could be yet? No, no. I mean, everything that I'm thinking is so utterly ridiculous, which is why it's funny. Uh, (laughs) The next comment comes from Shaft Allcock. uh, And they say, she thinks she's distraught. I just lost my house in a fire. 
<laughs> Some people always have to make it about them, don't they? Literal comments from an article. <laughs> oh, man, that comment, that's gold. And the last comment comes from your dad's mate, Jeff, and they say, who's got £50 to spend on that? First world problems. I mean, Jeff's, Jeff's my favourite at this point. Whatever the story ends up, I bet Jeff's correct about that. We will see. So <laughs> would you like me to break down the, uh, the facts we have? Yep. Bobby Bad Touch says it looks like a constipation poo. Yep. Uh, Harry Me says it would have made their party better. Yep. Belinda Shits said the one at their wedding was so bad they had to hide it. Right. Shaft Allcock lost their house in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shaft Allcock. <laughs> and your dad's mate Jeff is pissed off that they spent £50 on it. It's going to be like Bride devastated as bouquet destroyed before the service or something like that, isn't it? It's going to be something wacky like that. Or it was destroyed in like a certain like crazy way. (laughs) But it made the news. Like a a way worthy of the Daily Mirror. (laughs) Oh, wait, actually, hang on, hang on. Can 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 you just run through the... Absolutely. We have the constipation poo. Mm. The that would have made my birthday party better. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We have right. hiding the one at the wedding. We have Shaft Allcock's tragic house fire. You can find a Patreon under the most best podcast name to help rebuild Shaft Allcock's house. And your dad's mate Jeff is pissed off that they spent fifty quid. He would have given that fifty quid to Shaft Allcock. <laughs> Zach, I'm really drawing a blank here, mate. Uh, throw caution to the wind, you know. I'm going to say cate- catering disaster. At- no, not catering. No, fuck. <laughs> ah, it's the it's the house burning down that's throwing me, mate. Don't focus too much on the house fire. <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely feel like the house fire is the crucial key that's going to solve all of it. <laughs> um. I'm going to have to press you for an answer. 50 quid's too much money for it. Yeah. It, it ruined a wedding. They had to hide it from their wedding. It would have Yeah, been- yeah. The one in their wedding was a disgrace. Yeah. It would have improved someone's birthday. And Shaft's house burnt down. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to I'm going to stick with my my original. I'm going to be I'm going to say it was some form of catering disaster. It's going to be some form of cake or catering disaster. I as vague as that answer will be, I will give it to you. The headline was a lady was left distraught after spending 50 pound on a Facebook ad for someone to make her a cake and it looked like a drunk toddler made it. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Jim or Jeff or whatever his name was, he was right. 50 quid, far too much money on a Facebook ad. Yeah, it's honestly 50 quid for anyone to make a cake. Like, I'll make you a cake for a tenner. Don't you worry. We're in lockdown. Half the country's just doing it for funsies at the minute. (laughs) So with that, you double your points and you walk out on a cool 18 points. How do you feel? I I told you I'd bring it back at the end. Unfortunately, you're no longer 
eligible for co-host with a moho status, but you do get your own personal four more years of Donald Trump, so I'll send that to you in the mail. Fantastic. I can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be fantastic. Nobody does Donald Trump personalized presidency like me. (laughs) So before Donald turns up and turns your life upside down, tell the besties at home where they can get more of you and your lovely, lovely music. Uh, You can listen to The Crooked Little Sons on all streaming sites, such as Spotify, Deezer. Uh, We have a bunch of videos on YouTube. Uh, Obviously, like most bands at the minute, we are pretty inactive, but that is because we are hunkered away writing a new record, um, which we look forward to getting back into a practice room soon and bashing away on something fucking awesome for you guys. And it will be. It will be. I'm uh, Not only, as I say, I love you all as people. You are my favourite, not that the rest of them will listen to this. <laughs> but, Thanks. You're my, you're my favourite divider as well. I've oh, never thank met you the, very much. I've never met the other three, but you're probably my favourite divider. Well, the other three suck, so fuck those guys. I've still got... Oh, it's downstairs. I was going to say, I've still got your, your timeshare split that you guys did. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think me and you may have the only copies of that in existence. It's a really, it's all this, all four songs in it are uh, great, man. Yeah, the timeshare stuff's really good, aren't it? <laughs> yeah, the timeshare stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want more Most Best Podcast, if you like what you heard and you want to declare yourself a legal bestie, all you need to do is find us on your favorite podcast platform. You hit that subscribe. You leave us a little review if possible. And, you know, maybe tell someone about it. That it's The only way to make someone a bestie is to make them aware of it. It's kind of like the movie It Follows, but with more laughs along the way. <laughs> uh, find us on all social medias, at Most Best Podcast. And it just leaves me to say uh, thank you so much for spending your evening with me, Joshua. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, man. It was awesome. The Most Best Podcast.